Welcome back, backers. Before we get started, we have some exciting updates from the IWEP Network. Back by popular demand, both Truth Behind Illusion and Not Cool in High School have been relaunched. Truth Behind Illusion is hosted by Tori, Tony, and Andy, where they talk about urban legends, myths, and cryptids. Not Cool in High School is hosted by Heidi, Andy, and Tony, and they discuss movies, video games, and anything pop culture. Their most recent episode was about the Suicide Squad, so be sure to check that one out. Between those two fantastic shows, us here at the Welcome Back Podcast, Tornado Tag, Hyrath, and Other Words, and the other three shows on the IWEP Network, there's always something fresh for you to enjoy. IWEP Network. It's in the pod. Did a child make this list? I feel like I made this list. Like, I just, like, think, hmm, what's stressful and what isn't without any idea what they do? Give it a stress tolerance level of 73. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A law clerk. They don't do much, right? What? Is that on that list? That's that's what they have, quote-unquote, number 10. What a dumpster fire. If you want want us to butcher any more lists, let us know. Hit us up on (laughs) Welcome Back Wire. Welcome back, I'm Chris. Welcome back, I'm Mario. We're two Diablo friends talking about the things we like, tackling a superfluity of subjects, telling stories instead of going to therapy, and hoping you'll laugh the pain away with us. We are in the midst of our regularly scheduled episode right now. We will alternate back and forth. What am I saying? You're, you're nailing how we do this thing. We got, <laughs> we got regular episodes like this where we talk about certain subjects, and then we also have a, a talk show? You get the you get sure. the eavesdrop in on our conversation at the local pub yeah. as we as we just talk about life on uh, Welcome Back Talk. So there's one that just hit before this episode, and we're gonna have one right after this episode. We've got all kinds of fun stuff to talk about. We're gonna catch up on musicals next week. We're gonna talk about how I cut myself on a pot that just fell apart in the in the sink as I was washing it. It was very traumatic. We're yeah. gonna talk about falling in your thirties. Oh, exciting. I heard you talking about that off mic. (laughs) I'm really excited for Welcome Back Talk. But today, we're Mm -hmm. welcoming you to pull up a chair to our conversation about labor, work history, resume building. Yeah, it's Labor (laughs) Day. Yeah. We did it. We did it. We said we're going to make an episode on Labor Day, and here we are, and it's going to be launching. If you're listening to this at the second we put it up, it's Labor Day, and hopefully... Hopefully you have the hopefully you have the day off from work. I think our first ever episode was released on Halloween. Um, we did some Christmas, but it was after Christmas. We did some New Year's. It was after New Year's. We did Valentine's a, was after. Yeah, it was a full month after on the Valentine's yeah. episode. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Cut us some slack. We talked about love, not necessarily Valentine's. <laughs> but day. we're nailing it. We're nailing yeah, it now. We're killing Isn't it. Isn't that great? Yeah. Um, and I thought. I, I mean, I think this is a pretty fun idea. You know, we got yeah. we got a, a three day weekend. I was at work today. We were all just watching the clock, trying to do <laughs> the right of, for my managers listening, doing as much work as we possibly could before yeah. the end of the day, of knowing that sadly we couldn't go into work on Monday. Yeah, that's a bummer. I really hate not being able to go into work on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. One guy said he's going to come in anyways because he's behind on something. I was like, dude, not, <laughs> just take the day. What are you going to do? Do you have any big uh, Labor Day plans? I'm going to do as little as possible. You see, we uh, ordered a couch for our living room like four months ago, and Uh it finally came in. So we're actually putting it in. We're doing a little bit of labor to bring it into the house on Saturday. And then we're going to break that sucker in for the next uh, uh, two and a half days until I got to go to work. 
That's the, you're just gonna sit. Just give it a sit. Just gonna sit. We're we're uh, love to see it. We'll, we'll talk about it on Welcome Back Talk, but we, we're just gonna sit down. We're gonna watch the movies. We're gonna continue uh, brainwashing Emily into liking the UFC. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, what what about you? How are you celebrating this uh, day of of chillaxing? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, our plans are still up in the air, but uh, I think we're gonna have some family in that day. Just to, I don't know. No idea. Probably just do a cookout, maybe campfire. I am going to get to introduce some of my family to the ducks, some of Sam's family especially. Ooh. They get to meet the ducks, get to see the motorcycle for the first time, so that'll be fun. One feels like a duck in all this wet. Quack, quack. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you ever seen the, uh, John Mulaney's, I think, New in Town, that that special? Oh, I apparently need to see it again. Yes, you got to. Right. One feels... Oh, ducklings! Oh, too old, too old to be a duckling. <laughs> well, you know, especially like you know all the devastation that uh, Ida caused. It's a real shame, but the ducks loved it. They oh, really geez. loved it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, if we were still out in Jersey, like I know this isn't the purpose of this episode, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> houses got flattened, Philly underwater. Yeah, I saw that. That's nice. And like out here. In Pittsburgh, we just got like a drizzle. Oh, really? I mean, like there's some hard rains for a little bit, but not yeah. through the night or anything. But uh, hopefully, listeners, you guys are all okay and That's aren't right. like rebuilding your house on Labor Day. Y- yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I also hope you're not having to rebuild your house. Yeah. Um, and so a little, little disclaimer for uh, any um, current employers that we have at the time of recording we, we're gonna work for you forever we're never gonna quit <laughs> this is where we're gonna work until we retire that's right so to start our conversation we're gonna talk about our jobs that we had begun with so like our first jobs so mario wh- when did you start like when did you start getting into the job world when did you think like ah oh, it's time i get a job um if i started working this as my first job at 31, I would say that that's still too early. I'm one of <laughs> the people it, who looks it. forward to retiring. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my job, I don't know if it was too early or not, but I was like 15, mm-hmm. and I was working in a, a um, uniform factory. Oh, okay. Like, they they wash uniforms, and like, the mats that you walk on as soon as you walk in businesses, businesses mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, with their logo on it, we collect it, we wash it, we send it back out, mm. all that stuff. Um, and so I, that was like my, to my knowledge as my first job, first like real job. Yeah. And I quit by cussing out my manager because he was oh. trying to make me. So like I was, when I first started working there, I was on the clean side uh-huh. and, and, uh, the mats I was telling about, they would roll them up and they'd put them on carts. And then me and my brother, Andrew, uh, we both worked there. I think that was his first job too. And we would get the rollers. We would take the mats out to the like warehouse and put them away until they needed to be shipped back out, right? Uh-huh. And so I was dicking around, not doing work as productively as I should, but also I didn't want to have a job. Yeah. I was like forced forced <laughs> to have this job. Yeah. Um. They wanted to put me in soils, so soils is when the trucks come in hmm. with the dirty stuff. Okay. Like the dirty uniforms, the rags from restaurants, sure. all that stuff. And so they put me up there. I don't want to do it. And so I'm on, I'm on bagging stuff and like all the clothes are filthy. 
there's like food in it and the worst is there's like occasionally there'll be maggots because of Ugh. how long the dirty rags from restaurants have been sitting at the bottom Ugh. of the of the bag they picked up and so i don't mess with maggots could, man i don't know if you know that about me and maybe that's just every i'm sure nobody loves maggots <laughs> but like i do all right around pretty I like gross stuff but like yeah. for some reason maggots is like another level of get out of my life yeah so I was in soils for a total of 15 minutes before I was like, I'm not doing this. Ugh. And so I just go, I just go back over to clean side, start putting things away. And my manager comes up, he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I was like, I'm not working over there. He's like, he's like, oh yes, you are. And I say, no, I'm not. F you. Yeah, yeah. F this place. I effing quit. And, uh, oh, I didn't, didn't say this earlier, but so I worked there with Andrew, my brother, uh-huh. right? He's a year and four months younger than me. My older brother works in the truck bay. And my dad is a supervisor in the maintenance department. Yikes. All at the same place. <laughs> and so I'm like, I quit. This This sucks. I don't want to do this. If, if you're going to make me over there, I quit this job. And so I just walk away. I walk to my dad's office and I tell him what just happened. He said, you said you quit? I was like, yeah. He's like, you should just, you don't, you don't just quit. Like you, you just don't do the work. Make them fire you or something. You don't, yeah. you don't just quit. You just got <laughs> like, you got to like come out here, ticked around, got written up and then like, figured it out the next day but you quit i was like yeah he's like well you have to leave i was like all right can you drive me home he's like no i can't drive you home I, i'm at work i didn't quit my job today you quit your job today and so i'm like i'm like 15 miles from home mm-hmm. and i started i started walking and like as i'm walking i'm watching my cell phone battery die as i'm making like every phone call possible to get someone to come pick me up out of this town and dang and hopefully just go have fun rather than work this crappy job yeah that sounds pretty horrible do we want to go back and forth or do we want me just to slam out my work history and then yours well um you can hit another one i'll i'll jump in okay um well i later on these are from here on out i think all these jobs are like 17 and older okay so like that was like my first like non-adult job and then the rest of these jobs are like me trying to figure something out, get money, hopefully like get a car and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked three jobs simultaneously. I worked um, all of them part time, but I worked at a video game store. Mm-hmm. I don't really have anything bad to say about it, so I'll say oh, it was a GameStop. So yeah, like I just worked at GameStop. It was it was fun. It was like it was the winter rush, and I had a blast. And I was really disappointed when they didn't keep me on. Um, I worked at Rat Pizza and Childhood Casino. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you know what place that is. Um, no, not it's, at all. it's a big franchise with animatronics and games and, and pizza. Oh, got it. Yeah. Um, so I had to wear. <laughs> why? <laughs> I had. Why did I work there? No. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Rat Pizza Child Casino. You never. You never been to Rat Pizza and Child Casino? Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. <laughs> brand friendly devil friends i've been thinking about that yeah. recently <laughs> um oh i'm never gonna work for chuck e cheese again basically <laughs> that's I, I was like i don't know why you're censoring them but <laughs> well that's the thing i don't you know you never know like what i'm gonna say and if i say something about something bad to happen then maybe you wouldn't want, want their like stock price to, for saying to it. like plummet you know yeah well, i'm gonna manipulate you know, the market <laughs> especially especially how low you know, rat pizza and child casino <laughs> done this past year because of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, you have to you you have to serve food to people. You have to make food 
you have to like take tokens out of the machines and put the ribbons in. Um, okay. Yeah. And uh, this is everyone. It's not like you get hired to be cashier and that's it. You, mm-hmm. You're supposed to know everything. And at some point, you have to wear the outfit, mm. the, the the Chuck E. Cheese outfit, and like go out and like dance for kids while your coworker like throws tokens at them. Yikes! You know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't want to do this right off the bat. And two, I've always been a larger guy, uh-huh. and there's like four foot tall girls who wear this thing sometimes. I'm the biggest guy. Yeah. So I'm 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 genuinely concerned that I won't be able to fit in this thing. And They're plus like, you'd you be terrifying. You would be a terrifying giant rat. <laughs> yeah. The difference between a mouse and a rat, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? The other the other teen the other teens, they're the they're the mice and then rat man comes out, right? <laughs> so I'm putting on the I'm in the back room, I'm sweating because it's the tiniest room and I'm struggling to put on this outfit. <laughs> I'm just dripping. I'm just dripping. I'm worried for whoever's gonna wear this suit next. And now as an adult, it's dawning, as a full adult, it's dawning on me that so many other people have just sweating this out oh, the whole yeah, time. Yeah. It might have been the origin of COVID. Who knows? Gross. But I'm barely getting this thing on. I get it on. The gloves are here. And then like his arm hair stops here. So you can see my <laughs> arm. Right? <laughs> and so... I'm like, I'm just trying to get it on. I'm like, it's not really fitting very well. Like, they're like, just put it on and then we'll see. And I was like, okay. And so I go and I go to put the the uh, the, the mouse shoe on, <laughs> and I blow out the bottom of the shoe. Oh no! It's not that my foot didn't fit. Like the opening of the shoe fit, and my foot went in. But then as my foot went in, the the toes just like blew a, out the bottom of the geez. shoe. And clearly, I can't wear the suit. They take me out of the suit. They throw me back into making pizzas. And for six months, corporate wouldn't send a new shoe. And so they had to have their dirty rat dancer come out with duct tape around the shoe oh holding it together. <laughs> Yikes. Wow. Um, franchise. And then the other of the three jobs I had, these are, these are technically high school jobs and like, the end of high school job, 17, 18, I worked at a furniture store, um, where I was cleaning stuff, uh, making cookies. Cause like they have you make cookies for the customers to come in and it does that like open house smell throughout the whole place. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go around, I'll dust the furniture, clean the glass and all that. And then as time went on, the guy in the dock quit. And so they put me back on the dock. My first day on the dock, I moved like 150 mattresses. Like they had like two trucks show up Yeesh. my first day. I loved it though. And they, they like gave me like a raise like that day. Like they gave me my new rate. And then after they saw me unload that truck, they gave me like an extra like 20 cents. whoop de doo Yeah, yeah. But, Why did you like but, that uh, job? What did you like about that? It's fun moving things around, man. Just being a big guy, picking things up, putting them down. Picking like up, literally carrying down. like, like king size mattresses above your head like yeah. across a room like as it flops up <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds speaking of sweaty jobs well first of all did you read that book i gave you yet yes yeah I, not in its entirety i have cracked it open you did i i read the intro and then i read the contents okay and i'm gonna read the whole book great for you but after reading the title of each chapter, I was like, oh, this book seems like a lot of common sense. 
So I, thank you, Unknown Comic, for uh, making this this common sense book. See, you keep doing that, <laughs> and it's gonna make my my story that much sweeter when whenever we get to the bottom of it. So keep listening for that. That'll happen someday. So speaking of sweaty jobs, uh, my first job was with my dad, and he did heating and air conditioning, like heating and uh, what do they call it? HVAC. HVAC. Yeah. So. Um, and I could only do it in the summer because it's like, you know, it was a full-time job for the summer, basically. Mm-hmm. So when I wasn't at school, I was working there. And so, like, it was just construction sites where it was 90 degrees. And it was – it wasn't that bad. Like, I say it was horrible in that it was just, like, all day where I just sweat all day and be hot and not eat lunch and just, like, be sad. But uh, it was fine, did, I guess. Do you ever see anyone get screwed up on that, like, that sheet, that sheet metal edges? Not like real bad, the, but the but stuff. but that my hands were just covered in tiny cuts. Just all every day, yeah. I would get like tiny cuts oh. on my hands. So yeah, but it did make me feel like a man a little bit, you know, like coming home with those dirty, cut up hands, and my fin- my thumbs black and blue from hitting with a hammer a hundred times a day. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you felt like a man when you came home from your literal adult's job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, and when was I, it adult money? No, I mean it was no. minimum wage. <laughs> no. It was minimum wage. Like he paid me seven twenty five, um, mm-hmm. and it was like two months before the official minimum wage went up to seven twenty five. So I was like, "Wow, what a generous guy!" <laughs> and then like now looking back, I'm like, "Ah, not so much." Uh, like like thinking about like how fast I moved compared to like how fast the people that have been doing there for doing that for like twenty years moved. Running down the clock. Yeah, it like Running wasn't. It wasn't the difference that our pay reflected. You know. <laughs> yeah. I could do it pretty fast. <laughs> so anyway. someone's finishing their coffee, going, mm. <laughs> "That that tastes exactly like the ten bucks I made drinking it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that was uh, that was my very f- first job, I think. Yeah, I would say that. Very that's first a, job. Yeah, that was throwing you right into it. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, but first time I got like a you know a paycheck where taxes were taken out and that kind of thing, because mm-hmm. it didn't like pick that job my dad did it and i was like sure i'll do that you know i didn't like That's exactly how i ended up at the factory with yeah. my dad and my yeah. brothers we were all told that we were gonna work there. <laughs> he didn't make me but he presented the opportunity and it seemed all right but then when it was time for me to like decide what i wanted to do that's mm-hmm. when i i said i wanted to be a waiter and my parents told me that's that's great but you really should be a dishwasher and then uh, maybe like you can work your way up and to be a server someday. And I don't know if mm-hmm. they just didn't believe me or wanted me to realize that like mostly girls do that job, <laughs> which is true, <laughs> has true. always been true. It's so true. Um, but I don't know if they were just trying to curb my expectations. But I interviewed at the Flying J. Do you know about the Flying J? No. It's like a chain of truck stops. <laughs> so we had at the Smith and Truck Stop. It was this Flying J. It's, a, it's actually Denny's now. But uh, I interviewed at the Flying J, and the like. One of the manager's daughter went to school with me, and she like talked me up, and so he hired me. Super easy. Um, and then all right, I was like, here's my availability. Basically never, because <laughs> I was doing like. <laughs> I think I was doing like something after school, some after school program, so I couldn't work the weekdays. And guys and dolls. What? I mean, I did. Is I that, did do guys that, and dolls. Yeah, <laughs> but that wasn't a little, until little, Chris, little Chris life trivia for you guys. That's true. How did you know that? Because <laughs> the fuzzy dice that you had in your car that meant you had sex with someone, but it didn't because you were a good boy. Oh man, I'm trying. To, I think that came. Those came from Footloose. Hmm, and I've probably. never heard anyone say that those are related to sex. I. I mean, I. That's don't... what you told me. That's what you told me in college. You told me that like. 
that like you had to take them down because people were saying that that meant something about them being in your car? Uh, I wish I had a better memory. I don't doubt that that's true. But I not only forgot that story, but I forgot that people told me that about that. So I mm. forgot a lot of that information. Uh, Great <laughs> sidetrack. Anyway. Side track. <laughs> <laughs> so I get hired to the Flying J, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I can work Saturdays. <laughs> and they're like, okay, I guess you can work Saturdays. So I worked like two Saturdays, and I was like, hey, I need the Saturday off. <laughs> oh, no. And they're like, okay. And uh, yeah, you can have all the Saturdays off. <laughs> yeah, they just stopped scheduling me. Which, as a kid, I was like, what a crappy thing to do. Just fire me. Just like do the, the responsible thing and tell me that you can't hire me. So, oh, my gosh. Places, places still do that. It's a horrible, to, like, horrible thing to do. It's like full-grown adults. Like, be, yeah. like, like, oh, I could fire you. And then you could collect unemployment, seeing as you're a mother of three and I'm making you lose your job instantly. (laughs) Or I could just slowly take you off the schedule more and more until you hate it here and then you quit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's such a messed up thing. It's horrible. Um, But I I did this. I I said that I was a waiter for two months. Now, over those two months, I think I worked three shifts, maybe mm -hmm. four shifts. I was trained as a waiter. But I was able to leverage that experience at my next interview. <laughs> I said, I just, I just did about three months at this uh, restaurant down the, down the road. And they're like, okay, we'll give you a shot. And this is the place that I really became a server. This is where I was like, I worked here for probably two years in high school. And then even mm-hmm. when I went to college, I would like come back on Christmas break and summer break and they would put me on, um, it's called the Trailside in West Newton. I loved it there. Um, mm-hmm. so I have no problem shouting them out. So always go there, but, um, they were really, really good to me. And I only washed dishes one time ever when the dishwasher, qu- uh, called off on a Friday night and he was like, I'll pay you under the table. Just come save me. And I did wash <laughs> dishes, but I did not need to work myself. That's right. I skipped that entire narrative. That part of the story is my parents told me that I, sh- I should just be a dishwasher. And I said, I hate washing dishes at home. So I'm not going to do it for money. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so I just interviewed to be a server and I got there. I did it. I achieved my dream. Yeah. Now you just have to wash dishes at home every day. All pretty the time. Much. Yeah, I am the dishwasher yep. at my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I'm, Went to college. I, I never planned on going to college, but I ended up going to college. I think we talked about that in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I still had to work. I still had to make money because literally I, I I should almost put it down as a part-time job of hanging out at the financial aid department trying to find money. <laughs> yeah. But right. but uh, thanks to that, uh, the school gives you jobs. Yeah. And so I was like a jack of all trades. I, I started off with like collecting the recycling bins. Oh, and to running a mower to like installing a toilet and like the maintenance department, like at the end of each semester, they're like, and you're going to sign back up to come back and work in maintenance. Right. And I was like, oh yeah, of course. And so like, <laughs> it was fun. Um, I did housekeeping stuff there. I even got to do like housekeeping on my own building too. Mm-hmm. So like, it's like, I want my like hangout area to sure. look nice already. So I just. Sure. Made sure it was the best of the ones I had to, yeah. to clean, and then, uh, um, and then in the summers I started working. This is one where I'm not going to say the name of the place because oh, I, I don't know if I want to share it. I want to share this story. <laughs> one okay, so I worked at a pizzeria, and one of the owners cheated on the other owner Yikes. several times. Oh. And so when I went back to like grab some cheese for the pizzas, there 
one of them non-gender specific owners was with uh, an employee. <laughs> oh no! You caught them? <laughs> yeah, make they they played it off real quick, and I just didn't, I just went back to doing my job, you know. But they oh definitely saw gosh. them like making out in the cooler, which apparently I've never seen it in like in the other restaurants I've worked at. It never really came up, but apparently the cooler's like the place to hook up. Is that was that at any of the at any of your restaurants? I mean, I wasn't invited to the cooler, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently that's like a a, a thing. Wow, that like that I like can't believe I've never heard that servers story. Will go back and but oh. it was an it was an owner and he or she <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> was doing something they weren't supposed to be doing. Wow, um, that's horrifying. But aside from that, I started out as a dishwasher and I stayed a dishwasher the whole time. But by the end, he, that one of the owners may or may not be the one uh, that did the, the thing you're <laughs> supposed to do, trained me to make um, oven roasted peppers. Oh, okay. And like get the skin off and all that. So that's, that's kind of fun. And then the other job I had during the summer and during the school year, I, and I feel confident saying this one because I think they've even rebranded it. Um, but I worked at a club, Club Two One Two, as oh, yeah, a bouncer, yeah. um, in the wonderful uh, town of Phoenixville. That's mm-hmm. where I got my like my entry into being a bouncer. And oh my gosh, the second bouncing gig I had was so much better. But this one, people were always getting drunk. There's a dance floor. Occasionally, you'd have to like they had like a side of the wall that was just straight mirrors. Mm-hmm. So like you'd have to make sure that like the the idiots who were leaning on it, sweating all over it, like Gross. as soon as they got up, you had to make it shine again. Fights would break out. <laughs> I got our friend Donnie a job there. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, TJ, I got a job there, and mm-hmm. Brian, I got a job there, and on Thanksgiving Eve. So, so for the for those who are unfamiliar with Thanksgiving, right? Uh, in college students, you go home Got for it. Thanksgiving, right? Yes. And so, TJ was going to work Thanksgiving Eve, which if uh, a lot of people probably don't know this, um, or maybe everyone does, but I didn't realize this because until I started working at a bar, Thanksgiving Eve is the biggest drinking holiday of the year. More people will go out drinking oh, yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. Eve than St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I've heard that about the day before Halloween. No, no, no. No, no I think I am talking. Never mind. Forget it. Forget I said anything. It's the day before Forget Thanksgiving. Forget it. Forget it. I didn't say anything. I'll cut it out. Um, no, leave it in. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, uh, so it's packed. Uh, TJ is going to work the, that night. And then in the morning, he's going to drive with his new girlfriend to her house mm-hmm. for thanksgiving to meet her parents for the first time yikes so it's thanksgiving eve everyone's getting drunk the place is filled the place is packed usually we have like five bouncers on and then we have like a rotation and like a plethora of extra guys everyone's working and the night finally comes to an end very few incidences happen and we, we have radios because of how loud the music is that we need to be able to know if we need sure. to go somewhere quick and so what we do is we take a couple bouncers down uh, to the front on the first floor, a couple guys on the first floor, a couple guys in the stairwell, and a couple guys in the in the main club that are literally like the back wall. And so like as we walk, we're waving everyone out. And so we start getting a call on the radio to come down to the front door. 
and we're like who and they're like everyone and so and so we all like it, it, it the bar's closed everyone's got to leave doesn't matter i'm running past you i'm just going to assume you're going to come out eventually we we all get down to the front of the bar and it's a full on brawl in the street all the bouncers versus like what looks like every customer out front of this, out front of the bar swinging for the the fences just going at it and apparently what happened was there was an argument between a drunk guy and a bouncer and like they started kind of shoving each other and then another customer unrelated to the main customer just just overarm punches over the other customer and punches the bouncer in the face which leads to a scuffle that evolved into every bouncer being called out for the fight jeez right (laughs) and so like we're like picking people up and throwing them one guy got like thrown down onto a curb Mm -hmm. um uh, one guy, he he all I, I always made fun of him because he always wore a Kevlar vest. He was like he was like an army guy who Dang. now who's done serving the army, but he's a bouncer. And so like he was telling later about how some guy would punch him in the chest and like hurt his hand. <laughs> and so all this fight and all this chaos is going on, and I look over and TJ is bleeding. Oh no! He apparently got punched in the face Thanksgiving Eve. Nose, I'm not sure if it's broken. For the TJ, if you're Jeez. listening, I'm embellishing for the story, but nose broken. <laughs> not embellishing on this part. Tooth chipped. Jeez. So, like, maybe the guy was wearing a ring or something. Tooth chipped. He's got two black eyes the next day. He's telling us two black eyes the next day, driving several hours with his new girlfriend to meet this family for the first time looking like he was out Thanksgiving Eve having a bar fight. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Bonus to the story, he married that girl and they have a kid. Ah, nice. So it ended up working out, but it was probably a a pretty fun first impression. Yeah, that's a great story. (laughs) (laughs) To tell the kids someday. Oh man. When I was in school, I had less, way less cool jobs. So like, I don't have even like any fun stories, but uh, I was... Uh, an RA and a TA. I actually spent some time like in the office first, like my first two years. I was just like stuffing envelopes. And mm-hmm. it did occur to me at one point, like, I'm stuffing envelopes for $7.25 an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm not sweating. I'm not bashing my hands with a hammer. <laughs> it's it was the same wage for a job that was just infinitely so- easier and more comfortable. I was like, <laughs> how does this I'm going to do this forever. <laughs> Why would I ever go outside you're, again? <laughs> you're like showing up to work with like iced tea, just kicking your feet back, stuffing so many, so many letters. Employee, employee of the month. I'm going to do this better than you've ever seen. So that was uh, just, I mean, I guess it was two years. I was, I said it was a short stint, but no, that was, that was a while. And then I was, wait, wait, a, you stuffed envelopes for two years straight. I mean, we didn't just stuff envelopes, but that was a large part of my job. Yes. <laughs> It was like 10 hours a week, so it wasn't a huge thing, Mm -hmm. but uh, it was just a little bit. And then being an RA and a TA was way better. So a resident assistant, um, they paid for my housing at at school. So like I got free housing, which was awesome. And um, I had like responsibility with that job. Like I really, I had to like, you know. Did you? I mean, kind of. As an RA, did you? I certainly didn't do a lot of it, <laughs> but I, I should have done more than I did. Um, but I, you know, just, you know, take care of people and check in on, 
if the toilets work and <laughs> the room checks that sometimes I did. Um, and then being a TA was better because I was a teaching assistant. So I would like, I worked with actually the, my professor in my like field. So that was really cool. Um, spent mm-hmm. a lot of time with him and, you know, going over whatever he needed done. I, I, I always want to say like grading papers. I don't think I ever actually graded papers, but it was mostly did just. Did you ever get to proctor work. any tests? No, I never did that. <laughs> never did like the cool like TV TA stuff where they like actually some like master's TAs are like lecturing and stuff. And I was like, I just did clerical work mostly, <laughs> but, uh, but it was fun. I did enjoy that. And then towards the end, um, the youth professor, I don't know if he didn't like me or like didn't know what he was doing or what, but he never had work for me. So I just stopped showing up, but I kept getting paid. So that was nice. This is the new professor the because you had one that you really liked but then he struck out on his own for a little bit correct i had one youth professor for one year that my senior year and uh i think it was my senior year yeah, yeah. and he didn't he didn't uh use he didn't utilize his ta <laughs> yeah uh my last job before my current job uh i was already out of college but i started working at a pub again um actually i i I forgot just to, again now. Well, technically, I remember right now, but I forgot to put it in when we wrote the notes. I worked at a car dealership Emily was working at, and they helped me get a job there when I first landed in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped working there. Um, not much to tell. I just drove cars around. I learned how to drive stick on a brand new, um, uh, uh, what is it, Jeep Renegade. Oh, cool. Yeah, because the guy who had been working there for years didn't know how to drive stick for some reason, and we needed to move this car. And so I just remembered how my dad and my and my brother drove stick, and so I just uh, won it. Dang. Stalled, 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 and then figured out how to get into first gear. And and then I drove I drove stick all the time on the lot in first gear, just driving around in first gear. <laughs> <laughs> but then I left that job uh, and started working at the pub. I stayed at the pub for, I don't know, three years maybe i started off as a bouncer just for cash on friday and saturday nights and then they brought me in as a bus boy they trained me to be a server though they never gave me any shifts for it um i worked as a dishwasher and then slowly became the chef's like assistant slash prep cook Mm -hmm. so like if he's making uh chicken pot pie for the week yeah I was the guy who cut all the vegetables for it, as well as whenever trucks would come in with our inventory, I was the guy out there, you know, rain or shine or snow, checking to make sure everything that is supposed to be on the truck is physically on the truck and then get it and put it away. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was a lot of work, but a lot of fun, a lot of crazy characters. Like, did you ever work the back of the house of the restaurant? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Some of the most like insane, uh-huh. yeah, fun people you uh-huh. ever meet work in the back of the house. Absolutely. Like, you don't think about it because when you go and sit down at a restaurant, all you're seeing is like the servers and occasionally yeah. a manager keeping an eye on them. But you like, only see the people they let out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in the back, they're high. They're drinking energy <laughs> drinks, right? They're go- they're taking smoke breaks every ten minutes, uh-huh. like. But they're cranking out some yeah. of the best food. Yep. Interesting fact about that job that I miss. I have, I absolutely miss what I'm about to tell you. I had a cheesesteak and fries for lunch every single day for a year. Mm, that sounds a great. A year straight. Yeah, I could get in. And that. I still I still miss it. And the cheesesteaks out in Pittsburgh, 
I'm not saying Philly is the only place and in, in South Jersey is the only place that does good cheesesteaks, but the cheesesteaks out in Pittsburgh, they suck. Steak and cheese. I, I haven't found a good one. Mm-hmm. I haven't found. A, yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> it's like chipped up like sirloin steaks cooked poorly with like <laughs> with like American cheese slapped on it. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. But no, it's oh man, uh, and that's thing. Like it was always a cheesesteak, but uh, sometimes I make a chicken cheesesteak. Sometimes I have a regular cheesesteak. Broccoli rob on it. Throw mm. some bacon in there. I'll switching up the cheeses whenever I wanted, and you know I'd have fries. But sometimes I get a little quinoa on the side, try to be a little healthy. Weird. And uh, <laughs> it was freaking good. I yeah. miss that lunch. Yeah, that sounds I great. Every every day. That I happen to crack open a bologna sandwich. So it's fine and it fills me up and it's not the worst lunch I can have at my current job. I just, I miss. I get paid a lot more where I work now, but I miss <laughs> that freaking free cheesesteak. Yeah. And nights where I worked as a bouncer, the guys who work in the back of the house freaking love me. So I would work during the day, get that cheesesteak for lunch, and then I'd come in later, and they'd hook me up with like free chicken wings Man. and like and like fries and stuff. When I worked at the restaurant, they were so strict. Like we got like a forty percent discount, I think, on food, uh-huh. and like we never got free food. I think like occasionally, like they would make something that by accident or something that didn't go mm-hmm. out, they would sometimes give that to us, but not often. It was like they were real strict about it. Servers never get free food, but back of the house, what are they gonna do? Yeah. They don't know what you're making. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm working in the dish pit and then like lunchtime roughly is coming up and I'm over at the at like the hot um I want to call it the stove, but it's not a stove. It's it's like it's grill. like the grill. Yeah, the grill. The grill. It's like a giant sheet of metal that's yeah. hot the whole way across. I'm yeah. just over there cooking up a cheesesteak. <laughs> so like Oh man. Yeah, front front of the house. If you flirt with the guys who work in the back of the house, they'll make you something. <laughs> but, but back of the house, you just went over, you made whatever you want. Like as you're, as I'd walk over to make my own cheesesteak, I'd be like, "Can you drop some fries for me, some some tater tots?" And, they, and they'd just be ready for me. The big tots up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. So uh, I think we've covered all of our past jobs. Well, mm-hmm. um, I do have one dream that I that I fulfilled, and that I was a paid okay. musician. A couple times. All right. There you go. And like, I would never say that. I mean, I wouldn't put it on my resume. Musician was not my job, but there's something mm-hmm. about like being in a, you know, like dumb band with your friends, um, mm-hmm. like a cover band and then getting paid to do that. That was like, it felt like the coolest thing, especially the first couple times. I was like a freshman in high school and uh, we played at this, <clears throat> this cafe in Jeanette that uh, just did like, well, they started out, but we would just go to their like open mic nights and then mm-hmm. they started like booking us for like real live shows. And, uh, it wasn't like a huge venue by any means, but we were in the basement of this cafe getting paid to play like Nirvana. And like, we played a little Nirvana. I remember playing, uh, I kissed a girl. Um, it was just such a, a weird experience. It. Yeah. The second time was actually at the trail side. My buddy and I did like an acoustic set on their outside, like patio for, I think, wow. If it were labor day, that would be pretty wild. It was one of those like holidays. <laughs> It probably was. Yeah, hey, it could have been. For the sake of the story. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> just like you were 13 trying to stop time. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so just uh, that was a, a dream fulfilled to be a paid musician a couple times. It's pretty neat. Nice. Um, currently, I'm a laborer, like I alluded to in the first part of the show. I work in a factory where we uh, cut steel into into little parts or huge parts. We make <laughs> one part, one part only, and it and it comes like 
the size of a dime or the size of like a, a, a wheel, like for a car. Oh, wow. So like it's always the same part, but the size, the size of it and like the angles on it are very interesting. Um, and so that's, that's what I do. I've worked there for over a year now. Um, <laughs> I would, I would punch the parts. They, they taught me how to do it. They taught me how to clean the parts. They taught me how to change the angle on the parts. And currently I'm in there kind of like at the, at the pub. Uh, when their trucks come and they, I help unload it and make sure it's there and store it. And then when a job comes up that need we need to make more parts, um, a part of the team that takes that metal and cuts it into manageable sizes for the rest of the building to, to mm-hmm. turn them into those parts. Mm-hmm. It's like this metal comes at like these sheets are like a thousand pounds each, mm-hmm. some of them. And it's like five foot, six foot wide by... 10 foot long and I have, I've been, I'm crane certified now. Like they taught me how, like they had a professional come in to teach me and take a test to be able to run this crane. So I'm swinging around 15 tons of metal overhead. (laughs) Not really OSHA. Um, uh, but safely lifting, safely lifting up for real safety, safely lifting (laughs) 15 tons of metal, stacking it around, pulling it up using the fork trucks to separate it and cutting it up for the rest of the building. That's what I'm currently doing. Yeah. Um, since I graduated college, I have been a pastor, which I think I'm sure I've mentioned before. Um, but that really, what that entails is I weekly, sometimes twice a week, I'm presenting some sort of, you know, sermon to either teenagers, sometimes adults. Um, I also oversee the small groups at our church. So like they do, um, like there's a bunch of different small groups. Some of them are hobby groups. So we have like a writer's group. We have a, a gardening group. Plus we'll have like a men's group and women's ministry, all kinds of stuff. So I oversee and support the small groups. Um, <clears throat> so that's what I do. I spend a lot of time with people, you know, when people are like going through something in their lives, they're often like the ones that are close to me in our church. Anyway, they're calling me to, mm-hmm. to, you know, have lunch or pray or whatever. So I do a lot of support and that kind of people work. Um, so I do that and I love it, but I think what might be a little more interesting is my side gigs over the years. So I've been a pastor for over six years now. um, And over those six years, I've done a variety of things. One that I'm still doing is I do um, a support for like a ministry school, an online ministry school. So I do like a lot of the emailing, communicating with students. Um, I process applications and that kind of stuff. Um, That's not exciting, but I did Uber for a while. And Uber was wild. One thing that I like, one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't like journal my Uber stories because basically every day, every time I drove, I would come home with like two or three stories to tell Sam. And <laughs> looking back, I remember so few of them, but yeah. uh, it was just, it was such a wild. You met so many drunk people, mostly. <laughs> yeah, mostly. Good on them, though. Good on them. That's right. That's right. The private, the private market. Can solve problems that's when right. allowed, right? And then Sunday morning, my car always had this distinct Friday, Saturday night Uber smell. I don't know what it was a mixture of, but uh, it was distinct, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and then now the thing that, that really I consider my best side job is uh, plasma. I donate plasma twice a week. I get hooked up to a machine and they pull, pull my fluids out put some of them back in and it is extremely lucrative and I think everyone should do it. <laughs> I'm actually considering doing it. There's a place uh, in Monroeville, which is 
about a half hour drive for me. How far do you drive? drive for half an hour about for half hour. Mm-hmm. And it's still, I was thinking like, is it worth it to drive oh, yeah. out there? It is for. I mean, there. I drive a Prius or a motorcycle, so yeah. it's definitely worth it for me. But does Sam do it? No, she won't. She doesn't. Money she, on the table. She hates our family. I know. I, I don't know what that's about. Oh my about. gosh. I haven't talked to Emily about it, but I think she should try to do it too. That way we can Absolutely. double our bonus income. Yeah, well, if it's the same uh, organization, you tell them I sent you and get us a bonus. Get me a bonus for you. Ooh. Shout <laughs> them out. You, you love it. Shout it out. That's right. Tell Ked Plasma Chris McNaney sent you. <laughs> and I get like a. <laughs> Imagine you start getting checks. <laughs> I get like a hundred bucks every time somebody goes. Ked so. Plasma? Ked with a K. Ked Plasma. Ked. Yep. Ked Plasma. Yep. All right. So we're going to go into a break now. Uh, we just talked about our old jobs. We're going to talk about some other jobs, some of our, uh, our dream jobs as a kid, our dream jobs that we still have today. And then you need to look forward to this. We're going to give you some tips on interviewing. Do's and don'ts for interviewing. So we'll be Don't right back. do. We'll be right back. <laughs> Why? Um, huh? Sure. Looks like Sam just got home. She can't. <laughs> no, she's really loud. I wonder if Chris can hear me. Probably hear me. Yeah. Or he probably muted loud. himself and then no. muted his headphones. No. Pee pee poo poo. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> Go, Daisy. You're not welcome here. I hope you enjoy editing this, Chris. Daisy, down. Um, down. I hope Nerva lives for another 15 years. I love you. And that you are obligated to keep her for the next 15. I heard it all, friend. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. Welcome back. You You love what you're doing. I do. I'm not entirely in love with what I'm doing. Sure. But it's paying the bills. And there's some, there's some, a little bit of future left in it. Um, but growing up, we've had some, we've had some, I've had, at least I've had some uh, ideas of what I'd want to do. Yeah. Right. That's one of the things you're, you're a kid, you're minding your own business, right? Just chilling at home, watching cartoons and they pick you up they throw you out the door onto a vehicle to all, to a building with all the other kids. And they say, what do you want to be? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And so Space cowboy. Go, Power Ranger. Oh that yeah. Was, that's what I want to be. That was probably the first shot. <laughs> like when I was little. I always dreamed about being like the Green Ranger, because <laughs> he was like, because he was like slightly evil. Too. Oh, okay. He's like, because he starts out as a bad guy and then he becomes a good guy and he's got like armor, but the other guys don't, so he's like extra cool. See, so yeah, I definitely wanted to be a Power Ranger when I was a kid. When I was like in like middle school, like where they actually want like an actual answer, like you're not gonna do what you're saying you want to do, but. But at least give us like an actual job that you can be one right. day. <laughs> right. Not like a dinosaur. Cool. <laughs> I thought it might be cool. Maybe it'd be like, like you think about like all the different things you can do. I was like, oh, it might be cool to be like a masseuse, you know? Interesting. Like, I thought that might be cool. I think that's a unique one. Um, I think at that age, I'd already seen porn. So touching people seemed nice. Oh. <laughs> uh, I thought about maybe being a bartender, you know? Ah, uh, yeah. You know, um, that was on my list when I was a server. I I had looked into like a bartending certification. Mm-hmm. I hadn't I hadn't learned about the dangers of drinking as a child yet. I hadn't signed my <laughs> dare papers, so I was like, right, oh, maybe right. I'll help people. Maybe I'll help people get drunk. Yeah, and work then, at the watering hole. <laughs> and then literally in like eighth grade, I had thought of a, a dream job that I actually accomplished twice. I, I thought like, oh, that might be cool to be a bouncer. You know, because wow. you see like in TV show what bouncers do, and there's okay. a video game called The Bouncer. 
that I'd played before on PlayStation 2. It was kind of fun. So I was like, and looking back, what you do in the video game is not what bouncers really do. But <laughs> um, I think the premise is that you're a bouncer who goes on an adventure, you know. Okay. But anyways, um, <laughs> those, those are the jobs I want to do through middle school. And then in, in like high school, young adults, I was like, maybe... Yeah, I'll be a carpenter, and mm. I did the tech. I did the tech part of high school. I My didn't brother go to did tech, that mm-hmm. um, for three years, and then didn't become a carpenter. Ah. and then and then like towards the end, I was like, oh, maybe I'll be a a pastor or a navy chaplain. This mm-hmm. is after I already had graduated a year prior. I I took a year from graduating high school before doing anything else. In that year, I tried to figure out what I wanted to, wanted to be, and that's where the the idea of being a pastor, like a naval chaplain, like arose, and that yeah. that dream, that thought of a career to hop into, that actually, though I never accomplished being a pastor or a naval naval chaplain, that thought of wanting to do that literally shifted the trajectory of my life entirely. Mm. Of yeah, like for sure. where I was going, what I was going to do. You know, I had to go to college to to learn to be a pastor. Yeah. Met people I wouldn't have met, yeah, and took jobs I never would have took, and you know the way in which life twists and turns. You know, here I am today, complete not a masseuse, not a bartender, <laughs> no longer a bouncer, uh, not a carpenter or a pastor, just trying to figure out what's going on in life. Yeah, when I was a kid, I I don't think I can remember like having wanting one of those classic. Like jobs like a policeman, fireman, astronaut, mm-hmm. cowboy. I don't think I don't recall any of that. The earliest thing I can remember is wanting to be a country music star. Like I, my and and that's the thing was like my I can remember specifically my grandma telling me that I should do that. <laughs> Just like that's a great <laughs> idea. Um, I don't know if I ever shared this, but I'm a big country music guy, sort of like adjacent. <laughs> like uh-huh. until I was 12 years old. It was like the only music I knew existed. And now I say 12 years old and I'm not really sure somewhere in there. But uh, yeah. until I found Radio Disney, I had no idea that there was other music. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I got an, uh, a radio alarm clock and found AM 540. And I was like, wow, this is not like Toby Keith. Um, so I was like, I could do that. I could sing. I'll just sing for a living. That didn't work out either. There was a time eventually where like enough of my friends were like hurt and would vent and cry to me all the time that I was like, I could be mm-hmm. a psychiatrist. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people did that one. Um, they're like, I could, I could do, I could help people with their problems. Um, but then when I really, that was another one that like people supported me cause they're like, wow, you're going to get paid nice for that one. You're like, that's a real, that's a real job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you don't, need, um, you don't need as much luck for that as a being a country superstar. That's so. for sure. That is for, there are way more psychiatrists. Um, yeah. and then when I finally got like real serious about like, okay, it's, it's senior year. I got to pick a, a vocation. Um, mm-hmm. I decided I was going to be a music teacher and really it was a little complicated. Cause I was like telling this to my music teacher and I was like, really, I want your job. <laughs> Like, I want to be the music teacher <laughs> at my high school doing exactly what he did. Um, I thought it'd be super con. I loved music, mm-hmm. you know, all the way from wanting to be a country music star. Um, yeah. I love music. I love, like, I didn't play piano, which was a struggle. Um, but actually, my music teacher said that he didn't either until he went to school and then learned piano in college. Um, and then halfway through my senior year, I got the, uh, you know, I had an experience that changed my trajectory as well where i shifted i, I kind of dumped every plan i had i was like mm-hmm. well i guess this is the right plan and it was to go to school to be a pastor and that really shifted things for me but um, that is my journey from childhood dream job to today job 
Nice. I'm, I'm wondering, uh, sometimes I get nervous talking about job stuff because if uh, someone who's above us hears it, like, like what if we lose our jobs because of this? <laughs> I don't, what's the risk here? Why would we lose our jobs? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying it in case that happens, we might want to have some fallbacks. Okay. That's up. smart. That's smart. I do think about this. That's a transition, Chris. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't recognize it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty bad at them. Um. <laughs> One of the things that, like, I do prepare this because, like, my job's so stressful that I do day- daydream about quitting sometimes. <laughs> and not just, like, quitting where I work. That's everyone, right? Oh, I think so. But, like, yeah. I think the demands of, like, pastoral ministry, there's some unique things about it mm-hmm. that just, like, you know, it'd be real nice if I didn't have to deal with any of this. And I, I daydream yeah. about it. What would I do if I weren't doing this stressful job? Yeah, yeah I bet, like... Not thinking back to the to the transition, it's like our managers are probably thinking about quitting too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure they daydream as well. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure if I get fired, I could just be homeless. It was always you know? an option. <laughs> yeah, like I'm trying to think like with with the skills I've developed over the years, ah, I'm, yes. I'm perfectly suited to live under a bridge. Yeah, I already have a hammock, right? Um, I know how to make a fire. Yeah, we had this on a list at one point to talk about a welcome back talk, like at length. If we could make it homeless, mm-hmm. we should discuss that at length. In the next episode, yeah, of welcome right. back talk, right? <laughs> right? A little advertising. Um, I almost was a carny. I could get there behind a, that. I was in the I was in the midst of ministry school. I was going through a crisis on like what I actually wanted to do and if I wanted to do this. And I was at the carnival with Emily, and I just like asked a car a carney. I was like, "Hey, are you guys like hiring?" And then they like, caught me like the head carney. And Emily's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm gonna run away and join the car. I'm gonna run away and join the carnival." So what do you mean? You're here. You, you can hear this conversation. I got so far as to like to meet the person who runs the place, got their phone number, and then like Emily like talked me down. Like, yeah. Mar, you're just going through a crisis. Like, you don't have to. <laughs> But all I have to say, fallback, I still have that number. So if that head carney is still in charge, they probably run like several carnivals at this point, right? Is that how it works? I have no idea how it works, to be frank. <laughs> yeah. I might be at the, the snake show up, uh, up by you. Who knows? There you go. Um, <laughs> like literally any entry-level job, I guess, is my yeah, fallback. Sure. Like, if, like if working at the factory doesn't work out, you know, McDonald's hires on at 15 now with thousand yeah. dollar bonus. So yeah, you have a bachelor's degree that puts you in a bracket that like a lot of jobs will fill. doesn't matter what That's your degree is in. I can like management probably pretty I think easy. So, yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. Maybe work at like a bank. Yeah. That seems a good, I'm, good job. I'm pretty good at money. I'm pretty good at math. I'm not <laughs> amazing at, at my own personal money, but I'm pretty good at like managing numbers. Yeah doing like small math skills i could be a bank teller or or help someone get a loan that's right because it's not my money here have some of the bank money (laughs) i'm not sure that's what the bank's looking for (laughs) but you gotta pay it back i'll make sure to say that there you go there you go yeah i've always like when i think about what i would do i i think about how i could leverage my skills that i've gotten as being a pastor and and really Mm -hmm. like my favorite parts about it if i can leverage that into a you know a, a career that elsewhere and -hmm. some of my favorite parts are like writing and presenting things so like i think a lot of my jobs 
like kind of fall in that category. So I, we were, I was just on like local television for a, an event our church was doing. And I was watching this guy like, wow, what a fun job that would be to like present, to like create something like an hour show and then present mm-hmm. it every day. And like what a, I mean, every day is a lot, but that's what he does. It's called PA live. And he does it every weekday. He pre- presents his show from like four to 5 PM or something. And I was like, it would be challenging, but I could do that. When the pandemic hit, weren't you doing that weekly? That's true. Life? That's true. Essentially, I mean, I had a team of like ten people. It seems like he's doing it mostly on his own. But okay, uh, yeah. We, I mean, I'm what Stepp- I'm talking about. Stepping stones, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Content creation is what I'm talking about. Um, I also think journalism is really interesting, um, mm-hmm. specifically like uh, entertainment journalism, like writing about movies and TV shows. I don't quite have the skills to do that, but I think mm-hmm. I could develop them over some time um, and like write something that pe- people would find insightful. Well, if you like media and writing about it and maybe even presenting, you could talk to Tony at the IWP <laughs> network and get on not cool in high school, their pop culture podcast. So true. So true. <laughs> I also think about management. Like you said, like I've led teams and like, executed events and like i've done that kind of stuff so like i could feel mm-hmm. like i could do that at most places or i could lead a team at most places doing we could be things. team leads at target and go work with jake there you go there we go that could be the dream all of us working at target <laughs> and that's we all, our new dream jobs we all leave live in the same cul-de-sac by the target oh my gosh i want a be... cul-de-sac i want a farm our wives would hate us <sighs> that's the dream man that'd be so good to live around each other, not to have our wives see us. Correct, correct. <laughs> Let's say we get fired, right? Uh-huh. We land on some of these fallbacks. Then we got to pick up some dreams, right? So true. we got to resume some of these dream jobs, yeah. these dream ideas we've we've had over the years. I've kind of, like, revised my dream jobs, I think, mm-hmm. since then. Like, I, I don't know. And they, some are, like, probably fall in line. But, like, I would love to write a book someday. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I would like to write a good book someday. And like, I tweeted this like two years ago and I said, if I want to, if I want to write a good book someday, I should probably write a bad one now. Oh yeah. And so I am. <laughs> you're, you're currently writing a book? Yeah. 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 That's a great announcement for the podcast. Um, any, any teasers about what it's about or yeah, it it's like a very, novel or is it like, no, no, no. It's very book? Bible focused. Um, okay. so I'm like doing a lot of research on the book of Matthew. And so my, my hope is to make a resource to help someone like slowly move through that and like, you know, mm-hmm. understand walking with Jesus better. Um, and by your own admission, it's not going to be very good. We'll see. I, I can't imagine it'll be very good, <laughs> uh, but it'll be something. And I really, that's really is my goal is I, I like want to write something to have the experience of writing something and like self-publishing on Amazon is like super easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I can, that is within my grasp. And that's one thing about it is like, and we're, we're going to get in here in a second, but like my dreams, my dream, my persisting dream jobs, like are things that I really think I can do and like, I'm taking steps toward, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, um, another thing is podcasting. Like, I think this is super cool. I don't think I'm not, I don't feel as strongly that it'll like work out. Like I think writing will, like, I think I will write a book someday that like somebody might be interested in reading, even if it's just like people I know, you don't think um, you'll make a podcast one day. Well, I don't think, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know why, why I put them in different places, but, mm-hmm. um, I don't intend to be Joe Rogan, but, but I, yeah. it is a dream for like the podcast to do well. Like that's definitely a dream. Yeah. Like to either be the main job I do or to like be a nice, like supplemental income or something like, yeah, 
podcasting for fun versus podcasting for a career that could that could be a, a pretty cool dream to one day turn this into like if especially if it stays the same like oh i could right right make money having fun with my friends yeah, creating yeah, yeah. content how about you what are your dream dream persisting dreams well my mine are less achievable i think but okay. also achievable but yeah, i'm not for sure. pushing for them mm-hmm. and then as i'm sitting here looking at them i realize that it's like a more serious power ranger if I could do them both simultaneously. <laughs> okay. So a Power Ranger is like a high school student turned superhero in secret, right? Or like on the side. Like they're living their life, but then sometimes they got to be go be a hero, right? So if I could be a professor by day and then my secret, my Power Ranger form is me going out and being a professional wrestler. Okay. That's like, that's about as close to a Power Ranger as you can be, right? That's true. Have that normal life. You know, molding minds. Yeah. You know, um, and then like choke slam people on the weekends. Like <laughs> that's if I do both. But but right, um, right. <laughs> I think like it'd be either one would be a, a nice land landing. Yeah. And we've talked about this as we were formulating this uh, episode that like, yeah, I could be a professor, but there's things I'd have to do to get ready to be that now to make me a professor 10 years from now. Right. Or like, if I wanted to be a pro wrestler, I could be a pro wrestler in the next few months. I just got to find an indie and be willing to fall down a lot, basically. Yeah. Which is fun, I think, to be like a, like on weekend warriors that like show up, make someone else look good, Mm -hmm. make like 30 bucks, get a free beer and go home, you know? Yeah. I'm sort of into that. So yeah, like, that's 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 definitely achievable. A local place but. said they were looking for refs, and I was like, Oof, if I had more time, I would be super interested in that. Yeah, Chris, Chris, a ref, and Jeff, a ref. Because <laughs> in our, our the other podcast where we ventured out into podcasting, uh, when you <laughs> got brought onto the the PA Power podcast and then invited me on, uh-huh. there's a Jeff the ref, and so that's right. You're you're still a part of that project in mm-hmm. a way. And so Jeff the ref, it can't be Jeff the ref anymore if you become a ref. I would not. I would. I would let him have that. I mean, let him have that. I. I wouldn't come anywhere near taking the title of the ref. I mean, he can Jeff, maintain that he's ref. a ref. It's Chris, who happens to referee sometimes, uh-huh. and then Jeff, another ref. I think it's more like Jeff the ref and Chris a ref. I think I would be comfortable yeah. with that designation. Yeah. The understudy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just talking about how casually I could just do it in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. He's been doing it for, like, actual years. He's, yeah. like, been in the ring with Hall of Famers. But he's probably going to end soon, right? Because he's missing a toe. <laughs> Get well soon. <laughs> good good merch, too. Um, so hopefully we won't need this right away. Or, or who knows? Who knows what happens next? But... Um, Chris and I, we sat down as I continued to steal the driving position from him. That's right. Uh, Mario and I sat down, and uh, we typically... My air conditioner has a timer on it and turned on, and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I don't know about on GarageBand, but I can't even hear it. But it probably will pick up the yeah, GarageBand. Yeah, that was the problem we had. Yeah, so Mario and I sat down, and uh, we don't typically do our podcast planning while standing. So we sat down, and we decided on the best... Do's and don'ts. If you remember, we've done some do's and don'ts before. Um, do's and don'ts 
for your interview tips. These are interview tips, do's and don'ts for how, what you should do and not do on a job interview. So we didn't want to just share stories. We wanted to prepare you for uh, a life of, you know, applying to jobs. So what yeah. we're going to do, if you r- recall, we did, uh, <laughs> how do we do it? Like, do. Yeah. And then don't. Do we do all the do's and then all the don'ts or do we mix it up? Mix it up. Go back and forth. Okay. And I think if I remember correctly, one of us said do or don't and then the other person said the thing. Is that true? As a transition? I think so. So do. Be on time. Yeah, that sounds right. But don't. Don't act like you have it in the bag. You can't be cocky about it. You got to ease your way in. Humility style is helpful. Do. Dress well. Don't be looking like a bum. Don't come in with stains on your shirt. Kind of, kind of scoop it out a little bit. Look what the other people who work there are wearing, and then be the nicest version of that. That's true. I just think it's such an easy tip. It's just so easy to just like. I mean, and I shouldn't say that because it's not accessible to every every budget to dress mm-hmm. super nice. But uh, you can figure it but, out. I think. But definitely don't ask them about their drug policy. You. <laughs> You will find out this, <laughs> but uh, the the interview probably is not the place to find out. Yeah, I did this actually um, when I was trying to get a job before we moved out here. We were looking for jobs out in Jersey, and I don't do drugs, but I hang out with people who do drugs, um, weed, not like heroin or anything. But <laughs> I was worried that like maybe some of their stuff around me would would show up somewhere yeah and so i was worried about that and so i asked them i'd be like you know so i don't do drugs but like what ones do you test for (laughs) super casual about it which instantly makes them think i do every drug yeah (laughs) like i have a checklist and i need to make sure that my drug doesn't show up on their list yeah and so uh i had a friend who worked at the place i was working at and apparently the manager just went and told him and said like hey your friend asked about our drug policy. <laughs> yeah so that's a that's a good idea mario knows from experience don't do that one. yeah yeah don't but, do that i didn't get a call back <laughs> but do you gotta make eye contact you know smile you gotta you gotta fake confidence you gotta <laughs> it's true you gotta make it seem yeah. Like you're competent and confident in yourself because then they'll believe it. I feel like that's most of adulthood. Just like pretending like you know what you're doing. Fake like, it till you make you it. You will go much further if you pretend yeah. like you know Embrace what you're doing. imposter syndrome because we all feel like we're faking it. Out it's here. true. I, what I, I, I'm afraid that sounds like, like a lie. Like I, I don't mean to lie. I mean just like just pretend like you're comfortable about mm-hmm. how uncomfortable you are, I guess. I don't know. If you know how to do something, right? Just assume yeah. that, you, just like make sure that the people around you know you can do it too. That's right. Yeah. Sell yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but don't. Don't ask the interviewer about their, their son or daughter based on an ambiguous picture on their desk. <laughs> I don't know if that lands because it didn't with you the first time. But I think yeah, it's But once you funny. explained it, it's uh, like that classic, the- oh, and this lovely daughter you have there. And they're like, that's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> or like, hey, who's the hottie on your desk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my daughter. <laughs> oh. But do. 
do let your references know that you have them as references. Mm-hmm. You know, before you before you hand that resume in on that last page for references, you have the numbers right there. Give them a call, or if you see them in person, be like, hey, just so you know, I'm looking for a job. Uh, are you okay if I use you as a reference? And then gauge that. Yeah. And then uh, be like, is this your current information? Mm-hmm. Gauge that. Because, um, you know, it'd probably catch them off guard if they just, like, get a call and be like, hey, do you know this person? And, like, they they have to, like, remember why they know you. And, you know, now they have to, like, on the spot, <laughs> right, right, without right. any preparation, come up with good things to say about you. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to so, like, them. So, like, let them know that someone from a place that you want to work at are going to be calling them yeah. to see if you're worth hiring. That's true. I'm realizing that we, you know, we need to switch this up. So, I'm going to also say, don't. Don't pull a step brothers. Yes. Don't, don't, uh, just sh- don't show up in a tuxedo <laughs> and then bring somebody with you <laughs> and bring someone with you. <laughs> don't do that. Instead do, do include real references as well as flex references. Now, and I didn't know what a flex reference was. When I, we talked about. I'm going to be honest. I'm making this up. I didn't like read this anywhere, but this is my personal opinion. Um, I got my job based on a flex flex reference because I didn't have any real references yet because I wasn't you know doing the job yet. Um, but I think you should include flex references like who is the most notable person you know doing this thing. So like in my circle, like I know some of our network like district officials. I would put them on my reference on my, my references because like they do know me. Um, but I would also include like real references people that know me way better. So like, I'm going to include uh, one of the people on my team. I'm going to include the youth pastor at the church next door. I'm going to include one of my students, moms, like people that no one's ever heard of, which would be a flex reference, but they know me really, really well. They're like a real reference that somebody can actually, you know, learn something about how you work through. So your students, moms know you very well, Chris. Yeah, dude. All right. Ellen would give me a raving reference. <laughs> I would send anybody Ellen, to Ellen. Ellen, send send your reference for Chris to at Welcome Back at Wire. Welcome Back Wire. <laughs> and don't don't say doing your wife. 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 Doing your son. <laughs> what does that Did you say? Family Guy. Yeah, Family Guy. Peter's looking for a job, and the the boss says. What do you see yourself doing in 10 years? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Don't say doing his wife. Don't say doing his wife. Don't say doing his Messed wife. Messed up, man. It reminds me of uh, in Friends when he they have to practice because Chandler makes jokes about duties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't say doing your wife, but do. Do research the job and company. Know what you're getting into. Uh, I impressed when I was interviewing for my job, I knew the mission statement of the church. And that was like really impressive to, to my lead pastor. Cause he's like, people in the church don't even know that. <laughs> um, so like know some things about what you're got walking into. You might impress somebody, but don't be nonchalant. Don't come in uh, there. Yeah. Like you could care less. Cause if they think you don't care before they hire you, like what you're going to all of a sudden care once they are paying you. Sure. You know? Yeah. 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 So like <laughs> act like you want the job. Yeah. Um, but do, do have, uh, ask questions, 
ask some questions about uh, what you're getting into. Like, come prepared with some questions, some serious, like, let's process this together questions. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think that's a way to impress somebody and let them know that you're serious about it and you know what you're getting into. Um, plus some things they might be trying to hide. You might be able to bring to light, um, ask about people who used to have the job and don't anymore. Why is that? Um, that kind of stuff. I think that goes a long way. Don't lie. Do not lie. Yeah, man. If if you're writing down, like if you're writing down on your resume in your like skills, um, Microsoft office, maybe put like (laughs) proficient, not skilled or mastered if you don't know how to do excel very well like if you're familiar with something and you feel comfortable enough to put it on there don't overhype it because they sure, might sure, expect sure. you to do that thing doesn't proficient proficient means real good so what familiar with office? yeah i guess i don't know what word you would use and if you write that don't put it on Just yeah don't, it on. don't bother <laughs> unless unless you actually are proficient don't lie yeah, and yeah. say that you're the master of outlook and, yeah and email yeah <laughs> Mario is not proficient. <laughs> Dude, I can write an email so good. Chris. I know where all the buttons are. You want me to add a gift to my email? <laughs> Look at that signature at the bottom. <laughs> oh, I've made some pretty dumb signatures in my life. <laughs> but <laughs> while you're not lying, go ahead and do. Have a realistic salary in mind. This one will go into the next one, but like really know what you want to be compensated for your job. Know what kind of benefits you're looking for. Know what's fair. Like do some research, find out what other people in the area are getting paid for that job. And uh, again, you're going to impress somebody if you know what you're going in for and it will prevent you from um, being taken advantage of. So don't. Don't let them push you around, you know, Ask them when they ask questions, ask, what's this, what's this job pay? What's the outlook on this career? Can I move up, you know, in this thing? Don't just, don't just let them like, don't sign your name that you're doing a job before they tell you all the ins and outs of it. Like, but figure it out, stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. But do. So do be willing to walk away. Like that transitions really nicely. If you're walking into an interview, like beforehand know what you need so like maybe Mm -hmm. make a salary range i'd be happy if i was in this range but definitely Mm -hmm. have a bottom line like if i'm not making this much i'm gonna walk because this isn't for me i can't do it Mm -hmm. so decide on those deal breakers beforehand if i don't get this many days off it's not gonna happen if i can't you know have the flexibility to watch after my kid when i need to when my kid's sick or whatever then i need to walk so um, either in either walk away in the interview so you say i'm not going to do it or you may, you know, keep the conversation going, um, but be willing to walk away later. Like, know that you're not committed to a job forever. I've, you know, feel like I have. I've done my job for uh, since I got it out of college. I've been at my job ever since I got hired at my job, is what I just said. So, um, yeah. But- <laughs> what a what a what a nothing burger of a sentence. <laughs> but I've been thinking about like life is long. You know, like you don't have to have this one job forever. So. Uh, yeah, life is long, Chris. Anything else you want to add? <laughs> that is some, that's a statement that's been brought to me. You've been working at this place since you started working there. And life is long, you know? Don't tell me life is long is a nothing burger. That means... But also, burger. life is short. Yes. Stop making or fun long. of me. It's both it's of long. those things, and both of those things have meaningful uh, sentiments for me. <laughs> oh, forget it, man. Uh, man... I think we're, I think not only 
do I feel prepared in case I got to find a new job? I, f- I feel like we made them. We, we've prepared the backers. Yeah. Yeah. Coach Chris here. I got you your tips. You better use them. You got any questions? Hit us up on the wire, right? That's right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we could have a really good Q&A for interviews. So let us know. Yeah. yeah. If you have any Hit questions, the, wire. the next Welcome Back Talk, we'll, we'll address your, your interviewing questions. Yeah. Use hashtag Welcome Back Hire. What? That's so yeah. great. Yeah, welcome back higher. H I R E. Wow. Use the hashtag welcome back higher at welcome back wire. I'm like, what? Uh, I didn't think of that ahead of time. I just came up with it. It just yeah. came out of your mouth. And it was Boom. just. It was just. It was so good, it's hard to move on from, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we should take a moment to collect ourselves yeah, we're and then come that. back with uh, some recommendations. Yeah, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Enjoy plants? I do. I do enjoy plants. Like patches? Patchwork planting. Weird. <laughs> For all of your vegetables and flower needs. So true. They have all your needs. You ever been stuck with a needle several times over and over and over again? Why don't you try it out at Abaddon <laughs> Tattoo? Oh, I thought you were going to say, try it out at Ked Plasma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and then one year, after you, sent you. one year after you get your tattoo from Abaddon, <laughs> go ahead and Plasma at so Ked true. Plasma. Oh, and buy our merch. Do it. And tell your friends about the pod. Share it. So true. We need it. Think back on the listening list. If, for every laugh you had... Share with one person per laugh. I like that. I like that metric. And and we might as well lump all our commercials here at once. Mm-hmm. IWEP Network. We already mentioned them. Yeah. Sh- our old show's coming back. Exciting things happening. It's in the pod. It is. Like, I don't have a problem yeah. with them. I'm just, we're just individuals on a planet on different trajectories, you know? On a plane. Yeah. <laughs> we're just snakes on a plane, man. Snakes on a plane. Hiss, hiss. So let's do a transition where... Uh, we came out of the intro and now we're going into our first jobs. Actually, forget it. I'm just going to do it myself. Okay. <laughs> I don't really need you to do that, I don't think. Sounds good. It's, one, it's me saying one sentence. So. Perfect. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is some good we're ads. We're just going for it, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice ads. Yeah. Uh, let's do Thanks. some recommendations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Number one recommendation, retire. Yeah. That's what That's I recommend right. everyone do right now. <laughs> if you can, yeah. do it. What's stopping you, right? Sure. Sure. What's money, man? Just have enough to live and then get out. Oh, my gosh. My mom retired so early. Just decided. Oh, really? Yeah. She got remarried. The guy has money. You know. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I retired. I was like, you barely worked. <laughs> and I'm not lying or anything. I'm not lying or anything. She hears it. I don't think she could be upset. I love you, mom. And. Yeah, and you did some hey. pretty cool jobs in your life, but you Get definitely yours. you definitely retired. So yeah, you do you do ever rec- retire? I'm telling everyone else to retire, right? Oh, I want to retire. <laughs> the second I can retire, I'm retiring. I don't know that I ever will. I, I it's just because like I love my job. I, I love aspects of my job. Like I'll certainly mm-hmm. won't always do it the way I'm doing it. I don't think. Yeah. Um, but it'll, like it'll I'll transition a, from a, a career to like a hobby, probably. Yeah, like I still want to pastor. I still mm-hmm. want to preach. I think uh, as long as I'm like. You know, as long as I can do it, I'd like to. But the uh, the stress of full time ministry is something I could give up. That I, I'm I'm ready to give up. But to like be a volunteer mm-hmm. where someone else is leading and like running the show, 
I think if I could get over myself, like the pride part of that, <laughs> and like let somebody lead me. If I'm like I'll super old when I have to retire, like if I can't retire until I'm wicked old, I'm gonna like yeah. I'm gonna I definitely dream job, new dream job. I want to be a yeah. greeter at Walmart for a little bit. I think that'd be fun. Oh man, I get that. Yeah, you ever have a young greeter? It feels wrong. Yeah, makes you feel like yeah, like something happened to the last guy, and we're waiting for the next old guy to sign up. <laughs> oh yikes! <laughs> Oh, uh, new dream job for me is uh, to collect Pokemon cards. I've recently been looking at like thrift stores and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not collect them. I mean, like flip them. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> like, I think I could get into that. Uh, I love Pokemon. Also, I know we usually recommend like shows and stuff, uh, but invest any spare cash yeah, you I have. Recommend you get you by. Invest. Start investing. Yeah. Find like. Uh, I mean. Robinhood really isn't a good idea. Like, I don't know if you've come to this place yet. Um, I have some money on it, and, like, I've made a decent amount from it, but, like, it's just not a good idea to invest your own money, I don't think, mm-hmm. in general, um, unless you've, like, done a ton of research. But uh, but it's super easy to, like, yeah. get easy to those start accounts where play. people do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like have you started... Up, uh, I don't know. Have you started investing in like, a, in, like, a firm? Do you have an IRA? I've been looking. I don't mm-hmm. know. I haven't done it yet. I've been yeah. looking, though. We're trying to buy a house, so like I'm trying to like do a down payment first before I get before I build wealth. You know, I'm like yeah, got gotcha. tied up. Yeah. Um, but definitely, even though even though I'm not ready this second to hop into a new job, and I know that you're comfortable where you're at, it's good to mm-hmm. it, it's good to look at jobs that are open right now. For sure. Yeah. Like look for that next step, especially if like like you're working somewhere that you feel called to. And you're going to yeah. keep working this till you feel led somewhere else. Sure. But like, if I see a job that I'm making a lot more money than I'm currently making and it's something I, get- <laughs> I can do, like if you're in that position where you're just working a job or you're working a career, if you find a, a solid career move, like keep, keep looking and keep your yeah. resume ready to go. If you find that job, like if you're, if you're like, Oh, that's a good point, Mario. And you open up indeed, they don't know how to make, um, articles but they do know how to list yeah. jobs if you find a job on indeed that is like this is the right move like you don't want to yeah. be caught with your pants down trying to make a resume at three in the morning and the yeah. job's already like gone sure you know? yeah i think indeed could be hiring a new list maker so like see if you could maybe take that person's job that might be good for you and it'd probably be super easy you just got to yeah, know how to order things <laughs> yeah that's true if you understand reverse We're- order <laughs> then you got the Cut- job I'm cutting all the Indeed stuff. I totally forgot. <laughs> None of that makes sense. Yeah. Well, just know that, just know, listener, that Indeed sucks at articles. That's so true. Um, so I much so that we cut would, it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I recommend you update your resume. Hey, listen, let's provide a free service. Mm-hmm. I'm going to provide a free service to you. I would, l- I love building a resume. If you need help making your resume, send it to me. I love it. I'll make you look great. I'll take all the information that you've done. I'll do it for free for the first five people. Um, I'm sure nobody's going to do that, but just in case, <laughs> I don't want to go back on my word. Um, but update your resume. Make yourself look good. Uh, give it a fresh new look. G- keep it up to date. Just make sure you have that sucker ready for when you are looking at jobs and the right thing comes along. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's pretty good for recommendation. <laughs> I mean, read a book. Yeah, Click we Netflix, did it, man. Just commit. You have everyone who has Netflix has a watch later list that's just building bigger and bigger. You know, instead sure. of us telling you to add something else, making it bigger, can you watch one of those things? Netflix is wondering if you're actually interested in that show that you've been that you've had on that list for three years. It's true. 
That's true. We'll, we'll have more formal recommendations last time, but it felt like to slide them into the work thing, we we did yeah, mm-hmm. some non-traditional recommendations today. I'm excited to wrap this up so I can start. It's Friday. It's Friday. Friday. It's a three-day weekend, and it is yeah, Labor Day. We did. We've done it. We told them we'd do a Labor Day episode. We did it, and now we get to reap the benefits of Labor Day weekend. Yes, we do. So, so thank you. Thank you for joining us for listening at the table for our conversation on Labor Day, the Labor Day special. Mm-hmm. Also, Labor Day special. Does that does it ring mattress to you? Like, does your brain say mattress when you hear Labor Day special? Yeah, yeah. I I we bought our couch on like a summer sale. And so, like, if we didn't already buy a couch a few months ago, then, like, we'd, if we were still in the market, yeah. we would be going to look That's at a great time. Labor Day sale couches. Yeah, because, like, I'm toying with putting it in the in the, in the the episode title, but I don't know if that joke's really going to land. Who knows? So, I'll give... Well, who cares, man? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to IWEP Network. Tony, thank you for what you do. Shout out to Patrick Planting and all kinds of people that are awesome. Uh, ben, thank you for, for uh, your support. Jake, Emily, thank you for your support. Um, who else needs a shout out? Um, Brian, Evan. Dave, undeservingly Neil. so. Yeah, I don't know that he's listened recently. Yeah, He told me he caught up on some of them, but I don't think he's all the way caught mm-hmm. up. But when he does get caught up eventually, just know that we're still thinking about you, buddy. We love you. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Um, thank you to people who've bought from the shop. Thank you guys for anyone who has shared this stuff. Um, please share this episode yeah. with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to welcome back, rate our podcast, review it wherever you're listening and share this episode with someone you work with. Send it to somebody at your job. Oh yeah. Everyone works somewhere. Most likely. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. If not, maybe just you work at home and send yeah. it to that person. Put us, put us as recommendation on your, uh, Ooh. um, Oh, as a reference on your uh, yeah. on your resumes. Yeah, just let us know though. That's that's what we learned today. <laughs> put 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 our podcast at Welcome Back Wire, and then how you know us? Be like, really good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of which, we'll we'll catch you on the wire at Welcome Back Wire on all social media platforms. Uh, we reached 500 Facebook likes. Woo-hoo. Turn those into some listens for us. If you're liking us there, listen, send it to somebody. And uh, I think that's about it. You can find me online at Chris McNaney. You can find me online at Mario Miley. Until next time, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Okay.